what I want to show you is how to talk to your transgender, non-binary, gender non-conforming, just people, you know, that sit in your chair and not assume. We get conditioned to profile people. And I understand that to an extent, but it's unhealthy because although we can look at a person and say, okay, you know, I could maybe tell you like wearing flowy dresses or you like, you know, whatever, but we don't know what that means about a person. And so until we stop asking questions that are industry related or very like, what do you want to do today? Or like, let's do a variation of a Bob or, you know, just like really sort of just falling into these, these categories of like, this is female, this is male, this is, uh, this is what a Bob should be. This is what a long haircut should be. This is, you know, there's just too many parameters. And if you just kind of let those fall away, hair is such a malleable material. Welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mason. The time is now for us to break free of conditioned habits, discover our unique gifts, and make a lasting impact on the world by connecting with our souls. I'm sharing with you all the wisdom and tools I've been taught on meditation, mindfulness, yoga, business, and spirituality. I'll be having conversations with other creative entrepreneurs who have manifested outward success by doing inner work. Success comes from within. Let's go on this expansive journey together. Hello and welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. I'm so happy you're here with me today during this very special episode. It is an interview with one of my friends. His name is Joe Wilson. He's a hairdresser from Georgia and he has worked in some amazing salons from New York City to Atlanta and now on a new journey to Athens, Georgia. And Joe is trans, going from female to male. And he is just one of those people that you cannot help fall in love with because they have such a bright light surrounding them. Like his aura is so big and so bright and beautiful. And he is on a mission a really beautiful mission, a much needed mission within the hairdressing industry, the beauty industry, the world. It is a huge paradigm shift we're going through into more um, gender neutral, gender gender fluid um, life. And so we set a very strong intention before we started this episode that we wanted it to be educational and informative, but also conversational, meaning we want you to share this episode If you listen to it and you're inspired by it and you want to be a part of this conversation, you want to be a part of this movement about getting conversations um, more in line with gender neutrality, please share this in your Instagram stories, share it with a friend, share it with somebody who might need to hear it, want to hear it, and let's get this going because it's time. Um... We talk all across the board about stuff, and it's really fun because Joe's also a very intuitive spirit, and so he's got a very beautiful way of expressing spirituality um, through his own way, and so grounded and so honest um, about his experiences, 
And we talk about being inclusive to all people, having conversations that are considerate to trans and people who are gender non-conforming, whether that be in your chair, if you're a hairdresser who is serving other people or just in general in life so that we can start to break down some of those barriers and start to really listen and be open so that all people can feel comfortable and confident wherever they are. Um, We talk about shifting into this new gender neutral paradigm within beauty and what that looks like and how we can start to be a part of supporting that, what it looks like, where we see it going, especially where Joe is working really hard on creating some curriculum and creating courses that are going to support people who are in service to others to be really supportive of um, making this information available because we all know we're all trying to be the best we can and we want to be able to um, connect with people in a way that's authentic and also feels safe and loving. So he is working on creating something really beautiful to start sharing on different platforms and with different companies so that we can get these conversations started and that people have more awareness. Um, I just am in awe of how um, confident and prepared he is for this journey so i really hope that you stay tuned for the rest of this episode let us know what you think please share this episode it's very important and enjoy this really fun conversation hi joe hi (laughs) (laughs) how's it going good how are you i am very well i love our morning coffee date this morning I know. I'm having tea. Are you having coffee? No, I actually had some green juice. I told. I, I think coffee date might just be an expression of like, let's talk in the morning. I don't know. Yeah, it's <laughs> like brunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I had some green juice this morning. I'm trying to stay, you know, in it. I'll probably have yeah. coffee after though. <laughs> um, I am so happy that we are finally doing this. I know. Me too. I'm really excited about it. And you are in this chill space. I'm imagining you in a lounge smoking a cigarette, like giving no fucks. Like just I'd be like I'd be like smoking a J, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Like, seriously. <laughs> um yeah, pass it over to me. Hmm. Yeah, no anyway, problem. Anyway, so this is our first podcast interview back from like a month and a half, and a lot of stuff has happened in the last freaking four months of life. Um, And I'm so grateful to have stayed connected with you. And we got to have some really lovely chats. And um, I'm really excited about this episode. I think it's so important. I think that um, we are in a time where the conversations we're about to have. So if you're listening, like get comfortable, grab yourself coffee or a joint or a green juice or whatever you <laughs> drink or smoke right. <laughs> and hang out with us for the next about like 30 or 45 minutes because um, we're going to get into it and I'm going to let Joe have the stage here. So Joe, why don't you tell everyone who's listening, all the lovely people out there, a little bit about yourself, where you live, what you're up to. Well, I currently live, sorry, I do clear my throat a good bit, um, but I currently live in Atlanta. Um, I will be moving to Athens here in August, which I'm really super excited about. 
Um, so Atlanta, Georgia, Athens, Georgia. Um, and I do hair, um, all different kinds of hair and, and all different ways. So that's my craft and my practice. Um, and yeah, I, I originated from Alabama, <laughs> grew up in the South, and here we are. I'm trans. Um, I'm trans FM, <clears throat> and that is why I clear my throat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it, it really is because my voice is dropping. Uh-huh. And so, um, yeah, it's like, do you have a son? Yeah. How old is he? Six. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's be fr- Let's talk again when he's 13. Oh, God. <laughs> All the way up to like 18. Oh, boy. I, I, is that what you're going through right now? Yeah. Like people? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, well, kind of. It's a little bit more gentle on me because... I did this once before Mm -hmm. um, and then I stopped for a little bit uh, as far as hormones go and then uh, started back. So yeah, yeah, that's what's happening. But I'm, I'm kind of, sorry, (laughs) I'm kind of glad about it because uh, I make all kinds of bodily sounds apparently. Um, But I'm, I'm, I'm really glad about it because the first, uh, I guess the first round or the first time I started going through uh, puberty as a transgender person um, uh, my voice actually it did change but it didn't change that much if you were to listen to a video of me from like you know six years ago you'd be like whoa your voice is really way different I look I sound way different um, I look way different too but uh but this time I'm kind of like extra glad because I still get misgendered a lot over the phone mm-hmm. or like <clears throat> through, you know, anything voice related or like if I go somewhere and like someone does say sir to me and then like I speak, then they might be like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, or whatever. And it's like, oh, damn, it's halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so let's get into that a little bit. Let's talk about, well, hey, let's talk about what you're up to in your initiative. And we met back in January, January in New Orleans, and it was so lovely. And you were amazing. And you (laughs) had this sparkle in your eye. (laughs) And I'm like, I need to be friends with you. And we are going (laughs) to talk forever. But um. We met because of cheese and crackers. Really? (laughs) There was cheese and crackers you were standing in front of, and I was definitely eating them. So it was, it was, it was the picking, the munching trough that we were like, "Mm, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, you like cheese? I like cheese. All right. We're good. Don't tell my vegan friends. (laughs) Yeah. I've tried all, all of the things and I have learned that I just have to listen to myself. And in certain situations like that, where there's nothing else except cheese and I don't yeah. drink alcohol, I guess I'm eating the fucking cheese. Right. So yeah. I'm with I, you. We'll 100%. Deal with it 100%. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, we met at this um, amazing event called Bayou St. Blonde in New Orleans. It's put on by the Left Brain Group, um, who's an agency that I've been represented by. 
and I was there speaking and Joe got into the, was in the VIP event and we started chatting over cheese and you, I just love when people, when I can be drawn to people because of their energy and you have this magnetic energy that I felt instantly like, okay, you stand by me and like, let's just talk. Cause even though I'm very extroverted in crowds like that, where there's a lot of people and I have to socialize, I tend to want to put on like this mask and be like, hi, oh yes. Hello. Hey, oh, you know, and you made me feel so comfortable. Like I could just be myself and, um, it's kind of, oh, I love that, that evolution, evolution of our friendship. And, um, but yeah, you, you started just to really open up and, talk about the things that you wanted to do. And especially I remember after my presentation, um, because my presentation was all about cultivating identity and um, identifying, you know, core value and core beliefs so that you can start infusing it into your business and expressing yourself. And you came back over to me and we're like, okay, so this is what I'm doing. This is what I want to do. And I was just blown away and so excited about what you're doing because I think it's so necessary, not only in the quote unquote beauty industry, but in general. And so why don't you tell us about what you are focusing on doing for hairdressers specifically right now? <clears throat> specifically for hair, hairdressers um, or, or really in anyone in an industry of um, helping people see themselves, um, which I believe, I, I really don't like the word beauty industry. And the reason that I don't like it is because I think that we then start to create standards for what beauty is and beauty is so subjective, just like art. Um, so, um, you know, I really believe that any industry where you're looking, you're, helping someone see who see themselves you have to can take yourself out of the equation and therefore you have to be able to meet someone where they're at and that's hard to do sometimes when you don't know them at all um you've just met them you've just shaken their hand or right now not but you've you know said hello and so um it really came to my attention more and more obviously as I came out and um, I came out in my early 30s so I lived a good 32 years as uh, someone else kind of <laughs> um, the same person but someone else and um, someone who expressed themselves differently and struggled with that a lot um, so being in this industry and being able to see people for who they are um, is hard to do. And sometimes you don't always know who they are um, from the first go. But I think that coming at them as a blank slate, you know, if you're an artist and you walk up to a canvas and there's nothing on it, you don't assume uh, anything about that canvas. You just begin to ask yourself because right now it's about you you begin to ask yourself what is it that you would like to see come from this canvas so when a person sits down in my chair um the first thing i ask them is what is it that you would like to see come out of this appointment what is it that you would like to feel 
about your hair? How do you feel about it? What, what is, what's happening with it right now? You know, let's talk about it because our hair uh, for me is, you know, it's and not just for me, for everybody. It's an extension of, of yourself. It's extent, it's an extension of who you are. And so why not love on that part of you to the, to the fullest extent that you can and to get really the kind of experience that you want to have. And so what I'd really like to be able to do is open up myself to a very vulnerable place and say, hi, I'm absolutely happy to answer questions that you might have about being transgender, transitioning behind the chair, and all of those things and being trans in this industry. Um, But also what I want to show you is how to talk to your transgender, non-binary, gender non-conforming, just people, you know, that sit in your chair and not assume, not take them to a place of like, you know, we're sort of like, we get conditioned to profile people and um and i understand that to an extent but it's unhealthy because although we can look at a person and say okay you know i could maybe tell you like wearing flowy dresses or you like you know whatever but we don't know what that means about a person and so until we stop asking um questions that are very industry related or very like um like what do you want to do today or like you know let's do a variation of a bob or you know just like really sort of just falling into these these categories of like this is female this is male this is uh this is what a bob should be this is what a long haircut should be this is you know there's just too many parameters and if you just kind of let those fall away hair is such a malleable you know, um, material. Mm -hmm. And so you can, you don't, it doesn't have to be male and it doesn't have to be female. It doesn't have to be, um, all short and it doesn't have to be all long. It doesn't have to be one thing. And so for us to have the, the power to help someone else, see themselves at least through a haircut um, or through makeup or through uh, extensions or through color or, you know, whatever the list goes on. Um, It's super important. So my mission is to empower more people like myself, especially, but also everyone to step out of your comfort zone, A, stand up for yourself. If you're trans, non-binary, gender non-conforming, and you are doing hair, you are powerful, you are, uh, you are so powerful. Um, and I encourage you, if you're listening to this, hopefully you will be, um, I encourage you to like really step in that power because we need you. (laughs) We need you. I need you. I need to see you. You know, I want to see you like we can change a a 
portion of the world <laughs> we can yeah. we can really create change here because really there are so many people out there that want to learn how to be better they just don't have they don't know where to turn and a book and education is great but can only go so far and and i know it is taxing to transition i know it is hard and it is so vulnerable it is like standing naked stripped down to everything you have ever 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 carried with you in front of your peers in front of those supporting you and not supporting you and it is terrifying i am here to say i can honestly say i understand y'all i understand but we still need you and the good thing about being a part of a team of people is that once when you're tired you have someone else that can step up and help you out so what i really want to do is encourage my trans brothers and sisters and siblings out there to stand up for their rights and stand up for who they are and stand up for how to talk to people and don't be afraid to talk to your anyone in the other category who might not understand don't be afraid to talk to them because nine times out of 10, depending on your space, I would say, but nine times out of 10, they want to learn. Mm -hmm. People want to learn and they want to learn how to do better. So that's my mission. Uh, you know, I, I really, I really struggled with doing hair for a very long time because I thought how superficial it was that I, what I was doing, you know, it's like very just like, Oh, it's a superficial, like, I'm just doing pretty hair and it doesn't mean anything. And then um, it all just kind of came to me and made me realize that there's something way bigger out there mm -hmm. um, to be a part of. And so, you know, here we are and that's kind of. And I love what you said about being tired because, you know, stripping everything away standing naked and like you're said, like I'm imagining this picture of like literally stripping everything away to the most vulnerable place in front of people who may and may not support you is mm -hmm. there. I don't even know if there's a word for that. Like terrifying. terrifying. <laughs> like I can't imagine. I like, I can't imagine what that would feel like, but I do know that it's what you said about like being tired and like being held and being supported is so important. I mean, everything we're going through right now with um, civil rights and with Black Lives Matter and with, um, you know, all these protests we're, we're doing during Pride Month right now while we're recording this. It's like it's a pivotal time to like lean in and support people like we have yeah. to be supporting people. And I think that, like you said, people want to. And I think that sometimes they don't know how or they're afraid of doing it wrong or saying the wrong thing. And um, I think if we slow down a little bit, 
we won't do the wrong thing. We'll do the right thing because we'll be doing it with love and we'll be doing it with, you know, true compassion. And when we're doing things fast or doing things just to do them, it's like, then it starts to, you know, almost mess things up a little bit more because it's not, it's not from a place of being grounded and intentional. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about that too, is like the safety of people who are trying to express themselves. I mean, we see it all over, um, sadly, of people, you know, being profiled and being attacked or being um, treated unfairly because they are in this vulnerable space. So, you know, creating this conversation, this dialogue to create, you know, more information and awareness um, for people to be the voice for when you're fucking tired and you're like, like how, yeah. how I want to be that for you. I want to be that for other people. And I think as spiritual people and empathetic people, we do, we're like, I want to hold this up for my people so that they can feel how, you know, that like their true self. So, um, as we keep moving forward in this world, like what are some things that, you know, we can do simply to keep creating that safer space? Yeah, I think uh, exactly what you said, you know, just like slow down, mm -hmm. slow down, you know, um, stop worrying, stop living in the past you know mm -hmm. if someone gives you pronouns slow down just slow down you will mess up allow yourself to mess up do yourself a favor and stop making yourself feel guilty about it mm -hmm. because what you're doing is causing the person that you've just maybe made feel uncomfortable for a minute feel uncomfortable for way longer than a minute okay because when you say i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry that doesn't do anything. You're just getting yourself. You're just trying to give yourself permission mm -hmm. to, to have messed up. Just mess up. Mess up. Lord, mess up. We all mess up. Please. Just try. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just try. Yeah. You know, it's about trying. And if you mess up, then understand that you have. Recognize it just like we all need to. When, when we're children, and we do something wrong, do our parents not say, now you need to go apologize to so-and-so? You know, just apologize. You don't have to say it a thousand times. You don't have to feel guilty for it. I don't need you to carry it around because I promise you, you aren't the first person and you won't be the last, mm -hmm. you know? So keep in mind that you're, no offense, but you're not special. You yeah. just messed up <laughs> I, and that's yeah, okay. Isn't that the truth? I think we all can take <laughs> that away. It's like, we're not that special. You can be, you can create something special. You can create yes. something special. But as individuals, as people, absolutely we are special, but we are not as special as we think we are when we mess up on things. Yeah, our attachments you know? to failures, our attachments to guilt or shame, like we're not special in the fact that we're not the only ones going through that. Right. There's. I'm trans everyone. and I mess up. <laughs> Lord, like yeah. I, I've messed up and I've had to be like, oh gosh, you know, remind me again. Do you know I have, I'll have clients that, that I'll say like, 
you know, I don't assume that's, that's, that's where, that is where you have to begin. It's just like, don't assume, you know, I've had a client, I'd be like, remind me of your pronouns again. And it may be just because I see so many people and we talk about a lot of different things and let's be real. You're not going to remember everything about each person. So it isn't, I'm not charging you with the, like, uh, you know, what is the word I'm looking for? I'm not charging you with like the, the like heaviness of, you know, like remember your client's pronouns, remember all of these things, just do yourself a favor. And when you don't remember, admit it Mm -hmm. and ask, don't, don't assume we can't, we can't be in a culture of thinking that we have to know it all. Mm-hmm. You know, we just don't. It's not your responsibility to understand. It's not your responsibility to assume. Mm-hmm. Just ask questions and then slow then slow down and listen and try to implement the best that you can because that's what anyone would want out of anything that they've asked for. You know, it, you, you know, you have to, you think of those in a lot of scenarios, you know, like, what there's a rule like don't ask a pregnant woman if she's pregnant do not ask her that (laughs) unless it's super obvious maybe at like a baby shower you know like right I don't know like but just you know these are the things that when we know these common courtesies so let's not ask questions about genitalia when you're talking to a trans person because hey none of your business really doesn't yeah, matter. Also, why would you ever <laughs> people do it? Ask that so, to any person in general. It, it sounds yeah. bizarre, but yeah. people do it. And people do it out of curiosity, and uh-huh. so for that reason I can sort of say, "Okay, I understand that you're curious. Here's what you need to do. You you need to make a friend. First of all, diversify your friend group. Mm-hmm. You'll learn a lot." <laughs> Period. And I don't mean like do it to diversify your friend group, find some people that you like, (laughs) let's not just like, you know, check a box here, but you know, get to know them and say, Hey, you know, I have some questions. They may be super inappropriate, but I was just wondering if you were open, if you were available for that, because when you give people a chance to say like, yeah, I am available for it. Like, great. I wouldn't have been available for any of these types of conversations three years ago. Mm-hmm. Hands down. I would not have been available for this. I did not know. I, I couldn't even do that. You know, it's just like when you're a baby at anything, you can't express yourself fully. And so some people might not be available for that, but they might be able to point you in a direction that helps you better understand. I understand curiosity, but those are the questions that we don't really need to be entertaining. Mm -hmm. If you want to ask a question, ask things like, Oh, how did you get here? If you don't mind me asking or something empowering. Yeah. Like what can, how can I be a better ally to you or, you know, like what I want to understand better, but it isn't about like, I'm not your science project. You know, it's like, isn't about like, you know, surgeries and 
all of that. You know, I talk freely about being to, on testosterone because I'm a 36 year old person and hormones are hard y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and I talk about it, but other than that, no, like I'm going to be talking about what I'm comfortable talking about. If someone, if a trans or non or non-binary or gender non-conforming or any, anybody, anybody, doesn't want to talk about if a pregnant woman doesn't want to talk about how she's going to give birth y'all let's not ask these questions it's Mm -hmm. not yeah i I mean (laughs) i mean it should be common sense but it's not so common these days right that's why we're having this talk but it really comes back to at least from my perspective hearing you say all these things is like who are you doing this for like who, when you're having a conversation with any person and you're asking things that are probing or that are um, inciting something or feel like they have an ulterior motive or an angle, you know, it's like the energy behind that you can feel. So mm-hmm. it's really being noticing in yourself, like, why are you asking something? Who is this for? And how is it going to make someone else feel? Because I think the fucking problem with us as humans these days is we don't care or care to take the time to think about how other people may feel in a given situation. Mm -hmm. And we do things to make ourselves feel comfortable. We do things to make ourselves feel validated. We do things to make ourselves feel important. We do things to make ourselves feel in power and I'm just generalizing. I'm not saying, you know, we all do this, but it's a common thing that happens when ignorance, when we are coming up to ignorance and we're Mm -hmm. coming up to these problems of why can there not be this bridge that is going all ways? Like it's 2020. It should be like, we should have that awareness at this point, which leads me into wanting to talk to you about, unless you have something to say. I was just going to say that I think that we put way too much pressure on ourselves to Mm -hmm. know way more than we have to. Mm -hmm. We don't have to know. We don't have to know. You you don't have to know one thing or another to respect another human being. Mm -hmm. You actually don't. Mm -hmm. The information that you need or that you're curious about, if, if it's really that curious, yeah, go look it up. Google exists and we all have it. So let's, let's not forget that, you know, when you want to learn something, yeah, you can go look it up. But if you want to have a conversation, you want to get to know someone and you want to like admit that you don't know, do that because that is like powerful. That is super powerful. Do your research. If you haven't, if you have questions, information that you want to know, girl, you can find it. (laughs) It's out there, you know, it's It's so out there. It's been out there for a long time. Mm -hmm. I've been, you think what, you know, in my, in my world, I'm like, I want to be like, what do you think I did at 17 when I found out what trans was and I didn't even know what that looked like? What did I do? Get on my family computer, keep up two tabs, uh, two tabs. One was me like researching 
sex change uh-huh. and what that looked like, like, like medical stuff. And the other one was like Facebook. So that that way, anytime a parent or a family member, I lived with my grandparents at the time as well. Um, one, three generation, big, happy family, um, <laughs> would walk by, not would walk by the computer. I could put up a different thing. Now that was me. And you hopefully are a lot in a, in a little bit of a freer place, but if you're not, um, you know, like my heart goes out to you if you're not a, but B like do your research. Like if I can do it in a space that is not safe for me, you can do it, do it, do your research and then have a conversation with someone because it's like not our responsibility to know everything. We don't know everything when we decide that we don't, when we realize and we decide to admit to ourselves that we don't know everything, strangely enough, we actually begin to learn a lot of things. Imagine that. Imagine that (laughs) y'all. But the, but the world charges us to know more than we're supposed to. Mm. The world asks us to know everything. It asks us to know like, as if we are Google or as if we are the computer and it's just not that simple because we aren't, we have feelings, emotions, we have, we have baggage. We have, we have uh, been taught things that are untrue. We're programmed. We're programmed. So it takes unprogramming and that takes time and patience. Yeah. It's very true. And it's also true that, if you're curious about something, you can look it up. Or if you feel like you don't know the answer to something, you can find something that will help you to understand. And, you know, like right now with Black Lives Matter going on and all the protesting and a lot of people that I'm listening to saying, this information has been available. Do not ask me like about about it you know it's there and I've been doing a lot of reading and a lot of listening I'm always constantly I don't read regular books like normal people I read like basically textbooks and research on things that I'm interested in and spirituality or I've been really deep into like gender identity and Tibetan Buddhism and now I'm incorporating in um some some of the work um that I've, that I've found I'm reading me and white supremacy, which is really interesting. And like, these are things that we have to seek out if we want to learn and grow and incorporate it into your life because you care, but you don't have to know all the details. That's what I, you know, what you're saying. Right. We don't have to know everything, but know enough, know enough that you can be a part of the growth and a part of the the new world that we're creating, the new paradigm that we're shifting into, which is inclusive to all people that right. is creating a an environment that is safe for people to be in. We're in a fucking America. Like we're we 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 can be better than this, you know? We we can be we can be a little bit better than this. And myself included and but also, like you said, the guilting and the shaming of ourselves, because we can get a little bit down on ourselves being like, oh, my God, I'm the worst. I didn't know this. It's like, start now. Like, care yeah. now. Care like yeah. right now. 
and do something about it that's going to be a part of something good. And yeah. regardless of what. If it's not good for the whole, it's not, it's not sustainable. People need yeah. to understand that if it yeah. doesn't work for everybody, it's not sustainable. Yeah. It will not sustain. <laughs> Maybe that sounds really conceited of me to say, but no, I just truly believe that it, if is it doesn't true. work for the whole it isn't sustainable. So you either get on board or understand that you are a dying breed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. I don't know, you know, like get on yeah. board and it doesn't mean you have to it does not mean that you have to um you know go from a place of like uh 1 to 60 and a thousand, you know, and or you know what I'm trying to say? Like you don't it but there is a choice to be made. Yes. And and you do have to choose. You know, if it 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 might come down to you choosing what you've been taught in your belief system over what's in front of you. Well, yes, at that point you do have a choice. It may not mean that you have to choose your whole like spirituality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it means that you have to decide what has what you've been taught what you've been taught does that still resonate with you yeah because if it doesn't then it may be time to reevaluate that if you think i haven't done it that's wrong i've done it so many times mm-hmm. so many times i am like a product of the south <laughs> yeah. think about how many times i have done that you know i have looked at whatever especially black lives matter right now you know i'm reading um stamped from the beginning and it is like a whole it's like a history book that I didn't it's like it's like we should have this in history class this book I should have read in history class because it's really super informative and um you know I just I'm learning so much about things that I didn't know anything about um everybody has an opportunity to do that yeah and we I mean we live in a world where we are very programmed. It's just the way it is being a human. You got what you got going on up there in your mind. And at a certain point, you start to wake up and become aware Mm -hmm. of what, you know, a lot of my teaching is, is within thought awareness and reprogramming your subconscious mind and um, aligning with what your heart, what your soul means podcast is called limitless soul your what your soul is actually trying to speak to you and that work um it's vulnerable and it's scary because you have to confront yourself you have to mm-hmm. be brave enough to say oh i'm thinking these things and i don't want them anymore what do i want and i think like i was telling you before we hopped on here that that play of duality that we live in in this physical world it's like inevitable like you have to choose mm-hmm. something you can't right you, you got to choose something and you got to lean into it so listening to yourself and observing without judgment and being like like you said do i still align with this or do i not just because it was planted there by a parent or society or whatever doesn't mean that it has to be who you are doesn't mean that that has to be what you continue. And, you know, I think that we're coming into that space right now where a lot of people, especially during COVID and 
a lot of people not having jobs and a lot of people really taking a deep look at their lives because when you're friggin' sitting at home with yourself, you're only with those thoughts. Mm -hmm. and if, yeah, if, we've been real busy. We've, yeah, it's it's like, hey, me and me are having like our alone time right, right now, hashing things out. And um, it's a it's an opportunity to really start doing that deep work. And I, I don't believe in coincidences. And I think that everything that's happening right now is just an, an, another level of that work. It's another mm -hmm. level of expansion, of expansion expanding our consciousness. I could go way woo-woo into the fact that Jupiter's in retrograde and all of this stuff. But I mean, there really is literally right now, if you're listening, this portal that is open to expand. And mm -hmm. this is an opportunity. We have an opportunity. opportunity. It's like, it I wish I could exciting. put it's that hard, on but... a billion planes and it just <laughs> fly around every city at 24 7 we have an opportunity you have an opportunity this is an opportunity yeah. opportunity is knocking opportunity <laughs> can you read this if you read this this is your sign here is your sign here it is like remember that sign plane. you've been asking for yeah you like go into like um what is that movie uh uh oh is it dodgeball where um will ferrell is like that do you know what I'm talking about? No. He's like that, <laughs> that evil doctor or whatever, a scientist, and he comes okay. in and he like hypnotizes people into like... I think I do know what you're talking know, about. Maybe if you're listening. I tried to hypnotize my dog the other day. <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about just for a minute, because something that I think is really cool about you is you're so intuitive. And we've talked a little bit about that before is like your intuition and how... Um, really in tune you are with that. And I just wanted to know and have you share a little bit about how that has played into your confidence in being who you are, because you, I mean, you're on your own journey, but you keep revealing and showing these new layers of yourself that are really empowered and powerful. And um, I just wanted you to share a little bit about how that relationship with your intuition and listening to yourself and really tuning in and tapping in has impacted your evolution. Well, came from my mama. My mom told me when I was a kid, she said, whenever you feel like you're lost, whenever you feel like <clears throat> you've you're not really sure what to do or where to go. Check in with yourself. Mm. If you ever feel like you've gotten maybe a little too big for your britches or your ego is maybe getting a little, you're getting a little ahead of yourself, check in with yourself. And thank God for my mom, you know, cause thanks mom. Yeah. Thanks mom. <laughs> my mom was my everything. My mom took on no roles of my life. My m a mother means not woman to me. It means parent of everything. And, um, and the reason that it means that to me is because she's the only person that implemented life lessons besides what not to do um, in my life. So for my mom to teach me that, I think it's pretty huge. Um, so that's all I ever have tried to do 
and I've definitely lost myself and I've definitely gotten too big for my britches and I've definitely allowed my ego to lead because it feels good. Um, but whenever I think I can't hear that like quiet voice anymore, or I can't hear my own heartbeat anymore, you know, like I'm moving, I'm just doing, I'm just moving and I'm doing, and I'm not doing the things that I'm not checking in. I'm sort of spinning my wheels and that's what I do. Check in with myself. And it's not always easy. And sometimes I have a, you know, what I think, I guess, coming to Jesus meeting, I guess, with myself or however you want to label that. Um, but, you know, I sit down and, and I kind of try to think about what I could do differently. And that, that to me is intuition. That's, that's, uh, that is the root of how to like move forward, you know, um, I've had a lot of things happen to me in my life and I'm a very private person. Um, but at 36, I know that there are some things that I've gone through and some things that are a big part of who I am that is like really important to share. And I think there are more people out there that need to hear, um, from someone like myself, if not for any other reason, but to hear themselves. And, um, and that's really the main reason for me trying so hard to put a megaphone to what I'm trying to say. Um, and it wasn't something that I thought I was gonna ever do because I'm inherently shy um, and I don't know, you know, but I'm an Aries. And when I put my mind to something, I know that it is a purpose and everything that I pursue is a reason behind it. Mm -hmm. And so I don't do anything with just fluff. And so I think if we could all take a step back and get quiet and check in with ourselves and take a moment to really think about what it is that you would really like to show up as on this earth and what it is that you would really like to say, um, I think that we could be a better community. It doesn't mean that we all have to agree. It doesn't mean that we all have to be on the same page because we aren't, we aren't a hive, <laughs> you know, we aren't, we aren't hive minded. We're supposed to get to know people that are different from us so that we can be a collective so that we can be a collection of self-respecting, um, loving, giving people who don't even question respecting the person next to them, mm -hmm. regardless as to what they know or don't know. So I think like my mom taught me all that, really. Mm. 
And so it really kind of, it kind of really boils down to that, you know? And so, uh, yeah, that's the best that I, that's really the best that I've got with that, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, so I have one last question for you and we're going to wrap it up. This has been amazing. (laughs) This is so fun. I we should just do, I just want to do this all the time, like once a week. That's me. <laughs> yeah, let's so do good. it. I love our last when we talked on the phone last time and FaceTime. That oh, was really gosh. Fun. Great. <laughs> I drank like <laughs> I don't even want to admit what I was yeah, doing. Yeah, we won't tell. It's a secret. <laughs> we'll keep it private. <laughs> um but the last question I want to ask, and I'm going to ask this to everyone, and the very last question of the podcast is, what makes your soul feel limitless? Oh, hmm. what makes my soul feel limitless? Mm-hmm. Um, because it is. Mm. Um, because it just is, I don't feel, I I love that. I don't feel limitless. I don't, I struggle with it every day. I just sat at a pool on Saturday (laughs) with my tank top on uncomfortably. I sat at a beach in a pool for two days with my tank top on uncomfortably because I was afraid to be seen. Mm. Just this weekend, I did that, Mm -hmm. okay? And then in the very last moment, I allowed myself to take off my tank top and go into the ocean and spend maybe 30 minutes outside without my tank top on. I have top surgery and I paid a lot of money for it. (laughs) And I even text my mom and my mom said, you know, you should enjoy what you, you know, paid for, Mm -hmm. essentially. She was very supportive, but... She was just trying to give me courage. And so I don't feel limitless. (laughs) Limitless isn't a feeling for me. It just is. It it just is. It's, it's, it's not, it's what we are all capable of having Mm -hmm. is this limitless uh, forward motion, Mm -hmm. feeling it. Um, sometimes I just like push through, right? Because what I know is that it's there for me to have. It's just up to me as to whether I get out of my own way or not to get it. Yeah. And when I do get out of my own way, yeah. When I get out of my own Mm -hmm. way, what I find is that those around me aren't as crippled Mm -hmm. by it aren't even nearly as crippled by it as I am. Mm -hmm. I had a thousand panic attacks on Saturday at the pool, Mm -hmm. you know? So, and there, you know, it's just, it's, it's definitely that, that would be my answer. Like, know that you, like, I just know that I know that I can be. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's intrinsic to us as a being. Yeah. It's a daily activity. <laughs> yeah. But it's always there. It's just waiting yeah. for us to see it. And exactly. You know, 
I'm so proud of you for doing that. I remember seeing on your Insta story, you're, you're um, sitting at the beach or something. And I was wondering that if yeah. you, if you did, and I'm so glad that you did because that, you know, that's liberating yourself. It's freeing yourself. And, yeah, you know, in those moments, noticing how going from this to this one simple thing that in our minds we build up all of this attachment and anticipation to and when that doesn't happen when we when we get there to that goal or the end result it's so light and you can mm -hmm. feel the light um, mm -hmm. that just is there yeah yeah I wasn't limitless until I decided to be. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So good. Okay. Well, thank you so very much for spending. Thank this you time. so very much. This was. Can so I great. say one little thing? Yes, please. Just one tiny little thing. I, all I want to say is that if you're listening and you don't know anyone in the trans, non-binary, gender non-conforming, LGBTQ rainbow. If you don't know anyone, get to know someone, please. Mm. Um, there's a reason that you don't, and it's probably not because you don't want to. So just know you have that opportunity available. If you are someone who has a friend in that rainbow, get to know them better. And if you're someone in this rainbow, I encourage you, you're not alone. You know, you have so much to offer. Um, know that people who disrespect you are lost and confused and don't know and are honestly, probably, doing the very best that they can with what they have. Mm. Know that grace is not freely given, but is something that you do have available to give. And if you have it available to give, you might help someone else really show you who they are. And that person might be an amazing ally. So if you have it available to give, give what you can because our world needs to see us and uh, we do exist. So. Oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Just right from the heart. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> that was like commencement speech. It's like, <laughs> I'm so glad that's recorded right now. It was beautiful. Oh. Thank you, Joe. I just, want I just want people to be a community again. Yeah. We're or ever. There. We're Honestly. there. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. happening. <sighs> I love you, Kelly. You're wonderful. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. I hope you have a lovely day. Stay in this Zen state because this is doing this yeah. looks good on you. This is the Thanks. thing. This is good. <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll talk soon, okay? Okay. Bye. Bye.